0: Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh Kelly. Oh my god. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. podcast. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb, and I am so happy to have you here today. Uh look at this setup guys if you are watching on YouTube I have a new mic stand I have the new iPhone because my other iPhone broke and I just have like a way better setup so I'm slowly but surely practicing getting into the video format of this podcast it's not going to be perfect I promise you that but uh it's something and we're gonna We are going to just keep practicing until it's perfect. Uh, But I'm really excited to have you guys here today. I want to start out by saying thank you so much to everybody who has rated me five stars so far on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and another thank you to those of you who have subscribed to me on YouTube or given me a thumbs up. It means the world to me, and I know it only takes like 30 seconds if that to do those things but in regards to like my personal motivation and the algorithm itself it makes such a big difference so thank you so much uh if this is one of your first times listening to my podcast or watching on youtube i split up my podcast into three different sections so the first section is Highlights and Lowlights. I was inspired by another podcast, uh, Two Girls I Follow. They have a podcast called Gals on the Go. It's amazing if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Uh, they're definitely what motivated me to start a podcast of my own. So I do a Highlights and Lowlights section similar to theirs. And the second section is pop culture and current favorites. So I just go over things that um, are exciting to me in pop culture and things that like I've just been loving lately. And then the last section of my podcast is like the meats and potatoes of the episode and that's like what the weekly theme is. So this week the theme is girl talk. Uh get a lot of questions about like things that are girl related or like clothing, drama, boys, dating, like advice for things that I feel fall under that umbrella of being a girl, being a woman. And uh, if you're a guy, maybe there's some things that you might relate to listening to this or that you can learn from. So going to talk about that on this week's episode. But for starters, let's start off with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, Uh, this has been a very social and busy week for me so I feel like it's been a week of a lot of highlights because I've just been able to socialize with new friends, old friends and just like have a lot of fun. As I mentioned on last week's episode, I quit my job, I'm doing social media full time and I. Part of me is like so anxious. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm like so scared. Like, am I going to fail? But the other part of me feels this huge weight lifted off my chest. Like, okay, I can do this. And now I have time to like be creative and do the things that I've been wanting to do. And some of the things I've been wanting to do is to socialize. Like I haven't even had time like working 50 plus hour weeks plus social media. I haven't even had time to socialize. So... I made it a priority in my first week off uh, to just go hang out with friends and have a good time. So I did that on several occasions. I, uh, a a few months back, I met this girl named Emily. She's literally a smoke show. She's one of like my prettiest friends. Like she's so, she's amazing. And the thing with Emily is that she has a heart of gold. Like she, I've barely heard her say anything bad about anybody like when we're having girl talk and you know having happy hour like she only has good things to say and She's a genius like engineer just like a good person all around. I've only met her Twice and I've been meaning to hang out with her I hadn't seen her since like March just because things have been so crazy with work and drama and just everything going on so I made it uh, a priority to text her, plan a happy hour. If you have a friend like that, that you're like, I haven't seen him or her in so long and I'm just, you're pushing it off because you don't have time, make the time. Like I'm so happy I did. So I texted Emily with my friend Danielle who I met her with and we went out to happy hour at Cantina 512 on Rainy Street in downtown Austin. It's a new bar. So cute, they have swings in the front, Mexican food. Uh, The decor is just adorable, so definitely check it out if you're in Austin. Uh, But we just went for a few hours and hung out and relaxed and caught up, and it was a really good time. And I think I just needed that like gal time to just fence, have a drink, relax, and just enjoy each other's company. It was so fun. Uh, And then the day prior, I met up with two of my coworkers, now ex coworkers, uh, who still work at our last company, and just talked to them about how I'm feeling after quitting my job. They filled me in on all of their boy drama and just like had a good time again. Like it's good to prioritize that time with your friends. Like even if you feel like you don't have it, and maybe you don't, maybe you don't have time to go to a happy hour, but if you have time, even just to. FaceTime or send a text, like catch up with that person you have been meaning to catch up with and make it a priority and it feels good. Like it was so nice just to hang out. We ended up checking out this restaurant called uh, Higher Ground and weirdly enough, it's church themed so wasn't really sure what to expect about that but it was really cool. It was so beautifully decorated. I will be posting pictures of higher ground tomorrow. So when this podcast episode comes out, check out my Instagram. Like the whole ceiling is hanging fake flowers. But they look real and it's just a cool spot. Check it out. It's awesome. Uh, another highlight for me. Um, I have two more. Uh, I have three more. This was a good week. I'm telling you guys, it was a very good like social week for me. Uh, another fun thing I did, I went to an influencer event for Mayfair. It's a new nightclub that opened up downtown. But this company called G, I hope I'm getting it right, G1 Gaming, they had like a launch party. So somehow I got an invitation to that. It was really cool. Uh, Mike from The Bachelor was there. I think he was on Hannah B season. Mike with a really big smile. So down to earth. Super nice guy. And I just met like a lot of other people, really cool people there too. Some people that were there that I did not talk to, but I saw there. Um, Some people from the show 20 somethings on Netflix. And then Ray from what is that show called? Uh, Oh my God. Tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. This happened last week uh ultimatum okay the ultimatum on Netflix you know where like the couples go and they have they give each other an ultimatum either either we're gonna break up or get married so Ray was on that show really cute girl uh she was vibing though she was dancing having a good time talking to a hot guy and I'm like I'm not gonna not gonna interrupt her to say hi but it was a cool event and it was just like a good atmosphere too my next highlight two more uh... I went boating okay went boating and that kind of is one of my low lights so i'm gonna i'll pause on that i'll pause on the boating thing my last highlight guys Drumroll! i'm going to cancun what i'm so excited i have not been on a vacation i would say Like i've gone on like little girls trips for like work or as like i've gone on girls trips as like a plus one for my sister so with her friends and i've gone on work trips so not really like my own personal vacations i've gone on like little trips so. but the last trip i went on i think was like australia with my ex like that's literally literally the last vacation i went on so going to Cancun with my best friend Danielle the one that lives here and then her brother's girlfriend so we're staying at this bougie resort uh was checking out the Instagram looks like it's like kind of a party resort but still like bougie and nice so we'll see how it goes uh I'm excited I just want to like lay on the beach and relax I think like nothing feels more like summer than going to the beach and now living in Texas you know if you don't know I moved here from California and the beach in California is never too far of a drive away so this is probably the longest it's been since I've gone to a beach as well so really excited uh gotta get that beach bod kidding no such thing but speaking of beach bods bikinis everything shifting on into my low light slash highlight i went boating okay i was invited as a plus one to my friend danielle she's really good friends with this one guy and his friends whatever so they invite us onto their boat and i okay i've told you guys this before in past episodes but my Anxiety lately like it's gone down since quitting my job, but I still feel like I Don't know. I just have been feeling really uneasy and I don't know if it's because season three is coming out and I'm just like Dreading that like I'm not gonna be watching it But just knowing that it's out there and that I'm gonna be talked about is like so frustrating but my anxiety has been high and It's weird. because like in the past I get an invitation on a boat. Yes, I am there. I am so excited. Count me in. Uh, but for some reason when I got invited, I like got so nervous. I'm like, what? I got anxious thinking about being trapped. Trapped, I'm doing air quotes. Uh, but on a boat with people I don't really know and not being able to like go to the bathroom if I needed to go in the bathroom and or getting sunburned. Like my mind just spiraled. And I think, like, that's not healthy. Like, I should just be excited to go and, like, not think about it too much. So, we got invited on Friday. We had gone out drinking and, you know, to the bars and stuff. So, I woke up the next morning, super hungover, and I had a really bad hang anxiety. If you've heard of that, it's like hangover anxiety. And so, it was a bad combo. Like, I was straight up. <laughs> I won't go into too much details, but my stomach was effed up. Like, I did not feel good, and I picked up my friend, I drove us to the boat, and I just was, like, having to, like, mental pep talk myself, like, it's gonna be okay, like, you are safe, like, nothing bad will happen to you. I brought my pepper spray with me, I brought my mints, my, like, gum, water, like, everything I could think of to keep me calm. My I literally brought essential oils on a boat. Who am I? I'm such a freak. But... I pushed myself out of my comfort zone. I went and it was so fun, it was so fun. Everybody was a good time, like there was plenty of shade on the boat for me to hide under because I sunburned really easily. The people were all super nice, the girl, like there was four, four or five other girls that came on the boat with us and you never know how girls are gonna interact and they were all so down to earth, I love them. Funny story, one of them got on the boat. She looks at me. She's like, I know you from somewhere. Why do I know you? She keeps looking at me and I was like, do you watch TLC? And she's like, oh my God, you're from the mama's boy show. Were you the one on the same property as that guy? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, please tell me you dumped him. And I'm like, oh yeah, I dumped him all right. Um, But she was totally on team Kim. It was so cute, Uh, but everybody was so down to earth. And the boat just ended up being such a good time, like so fun. So moral of the story, it was a low light for me because I definitely am very aware that I'm struggling with my mental health, like how many times a week or how many times on my podcast can I talk about it? Like it's such a real thing, but it's a highlight too because I ended up having an incredible time and... Nothing bad happened. Like, I overcame my, like, weird fear that came out of nowhere. I've never been afraid of boats. I've been on boats. I've been on cruises. So, a low light and a highlight. But overall, a great time. Uh, I posted pictures on Instagram from that trip, too. I look like I'm having the time of my life. And you know why? Because I am. Like, once I got on the water, once I got, like, talking to everybody, my nerves and my anxiety just vanished. So... If you're struggling with your anxiety, too, or like being in unfamiliar social situations, it's good, of course, like if you're comfortable, like it's good to push yourself out of that comfort zone sometimes because you never know what's going to happen. Like I ended up making a few new friends out of this whole situation and, you know, I'll hopefully, probably, most likely get an invitation on onto the boat again and like I don't know. Just try to push yourself when you can. And like, if you are struggling with anxiety, you're not alone. Girl, I'm there too. Like it's real. Uh, but that wraps up my lowlights. Now we are going to shift on into pop culture and current faves. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Starting off with pop culture, uh, like I said, life has just been crazy and I feel like I haven't even had time to keep up with my pop culture. I love pop culture. Uh, the bits and pieces of pop culture that I have been able to see lately have honestly just been through Instagram, like looking at my entertainment news, like e-news, like all the accounts I follow. And so... There's just one thing I wanna talk about and something I hold very close to my heart. And it is the fact that low-rise jeans, you guys, might be making a comeback. And I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, why are they making a comeback? Or why Why do I know this? Uh, The MTV awards were you know yesterday or the day before, whatever. And my girl, my homegirl Sydney Sweeney, pulls up onto the red carpet wearing honestly an outfit that literally slays. Like she looks incredible, but she's wearing low rise, I think a low rise skirt. And I just know, I know that these little Gen Z kids are going to really start hopping on that bandwagon soon. I can really see it. Uh, if you watched Degrassi, uh, remember when Manny has the really low rise jeans with the the G-string coming out of her pants? I foresee this trend coming back and I'm not here for it. Uh, I have a big booty. We are well aware of this. I don't have to say it twice. Uh, But high-rise jeans just flatter my body. And I think whether or not you have a big booty, little booty, tiny waist, big waist, high-rise jeans are so flattering on every body type. And so, Sydney, uh, girl, I hope you didn't just start a revolution because I will be real sad. Uh, But you never know. Maybe maybe they won't stick. Praying. Praying that the low-rise jeans do not come back because that would be awful. Uh that's it for pop culture. If you guys have ever have any like pop culture things you want me to look into or talk about, let me know. DM me. I would love to like talk about anything that's like hot off the press that you guys want me to talk about because I find pop culture so fascinating and this wasn't always the case. Like I never really had too much of a too much of an interest in pop culture, and uh, this probably sounds really weird, but I always knew from a very young age that I would be on TV one day. I always knew it, like, and I think like for pop culture, I was like, "eh, I don't care too much about pop culture." Like, that's gonna be, gonna be me one day. Like, it doesn't it doesn't even matter. And uh, I don't know. It's just so fascinating to me that that that. At a young age, I had that thought process, but now, as an adult, I'm definitely getting more into it. Uh, I think it's fun, and let me know if there's anything that you guys want me to talk about in terms of pop culture. Uh, I could do a whole episode, let me know. As for current faves, uh, I have my laptop right here. I'm looking at it for uh, notes. Uh, Oh my God, speaking of the boat, Okay. Another thing that gives me anxiety and I'm going to talk about this a little more later on in this episode, but it's just that like that comparing comparison culture. Okay. So with boating, everybody looks good. Okay. Like I will be the first to admit we went on the boat. Every single girl on my boat had a six pack. Every single girl had zero ounce of cellulite on her body. I was the curviest girl there and I felt good. Like, I thought I looked good. Um, that's gonna bring me into like my current faith, but I'll talk about it a little bit later. But uh, it's hard not to compare yourself. And that's kind of why another thing that gave me anxiety was thinking, like, Like what are these girls gonna look like? Am I gonna look huge? And I'm so body positive. I love how I look but no matter what like I'll speak for myself like there are times when I do get insecure and I feel myself comparing My body to other people's bodies and it's not right. It's not healthy and I Obviously always try to shut those negative thoughts down, but they still come up sometimes. So this brings me to my current fave. I found the most perfect swimsuit combo for a curvy girl this summer, okay? Not a swimsuit, a swimsuit combo. I found a very flattering bikini top. Uh, it has like, it ties in the front, full back coverage, and sleeves with, like flowy little off like what I don't know what they're called but like if you see on YouTube they're just like little cap cap sleeves they're cap sleeves and so it's cap sleeves cover coverage on the back and then it ties like really cute and sexy in the front with a little cutout for your cleavage and I got that top from Amazon and it came with these really ugly bottoms so they weren't my style if you got them you like them, I'm sure you'll rock them. They did not look good on me. Uh, and then I paired that top, it's a black top, and I paired it with a black pair of high-rise cross crossover high-rise bottoms from American Eagle. I bought the bottoms last year. They still have them on the website. So the combo is so cute because I feel like it really flattered The tiniest part of my body, which is like my rib cage. You can't see in this giant sweatshirt I'm wearing right now, but I have like a pretty like tiny rib cage and a big butt and busty. I definitely have like either a pear or an hourglass body shape. And so uh, this was very flattering for my figure. I felt really nice. The bottoms have coverage on the booty, which I feel is rare. Everybody's butt cheeks were hanging out on the boat, and they looked great. I'm not mad. I'm jealous. They looked great, but I need a little more co- more coverage. And so found the perfect combo. It is linked in this podcast description and in my Instagram bio and my TikTok bio. It's linked everywhere. But basically what you do is you click that link, and it will take you to the direct like link product page on the website itself and then if you go to my instagram bio you will just click the link and then click shop my instagram and it will bring you there as well so gray swimsuit it's the one that i posted from my boat day uh, the black one i'm sitting on the front of the boat looking like a badass bitch and i felt really good and confident and i think that helps a lot you know when you are on a boat with new people and you For me, I was already feeling self-conscious going into it. So having a swimsuit that I feel confident in helped so much. So definitely a current fave. Current favorite number two is, uh, oh yes, number two. The other thing I wore with my swimsuit was the Bottega sunglasses dupes. Okay, they look just like the Bodega sunglasses. They're so adorable. Um, I got a ton of compliments on them and they just make you look very put together and chic. My friend, um, I picked her up on the way to Boating and she was like, Oh my God, you look like a Kardashian? Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That is a big compliment because they have incredible style. So I love them. Definitely a current fave. My last current fave is, as I mentioned, Either in last week's episode or the week before, I have been getting body contouring done, okay, at Viva Day Spa in North Austin. Uh, Basically, they use heat and radio frequency to reshape your body and help with the appearance of cellulite. And so, yes, I'm body positive, I love my body, it's perfect the way it is, but my cellulite and my booty shape has always been something i'm insecure about. so that is a process that i i will be on week 4 this week. so the process is 7 weeks. i'm almost halfway through. i haven't seen huge results just yet, but i do see little results and it's exciting. i'm so excited to see like the finished product. i'll be posting the uh finished product. finished product finished whatever end results. i be posting my end results on TikTok and Instagram. You guys will see it. Let me know what you think. Uh, very excited about that. So those are my current faves in pop culture. And that brings us to the main portion of today's podcast episode, which is girl talk. Uh, girl talk's a good one. It's a great topic. And As I mentioned, I think it's like a big umbrella for a lot of things that I get DM'd about, that I get asked, and it's just something that I feel like most of us can relate to. When I say girl talk, you can be a girl in your late teens. You could be a girl in your 50s or 60s or 70s. It does not matter. We are all women. I feel we all at one point or another in our lives have experienced some of these issues, if not all of them, and so, I'm just going to kind of run through a few topics that people have asked me about or things that I think are important to address as a woman. So let's jump right in. The first thing that I get asked all the time, uh, not in like a hair flipping all the time. People are always asking me, no, uh, but something I get asked quite often is where do I shop? Where do you go? Where do you shop? Okay. i pride myself in that i feel and you can completely (laughs) disagree with this especially right now i'm just rocking my oversized sweater and leggings but uh i feel like for the most part i am always pretty put together and what i mean by that is even though i might not dress like in the most super super expensive things i definitely try to always look my best and even if it's something like very simple, like a jeans and a t-shirt, like finding a way to dress it up and make it look good and make it look flattering on my body is something that I feel like I'm pretty good at. So where do I shop? Where do I find all these amazing things at? Um, one thing about me, I, don't get me wrong. I love a designer bag, sunglasses, like perfume, like I love luxury goods. I do can I afford luxury goods no no I can't and you know what that's okay maybe one day I will manifesting one day I will be able to afford luxury goods but that day's not today so I tend to ball on a budget Uh, most of my shopping is done either at uh, Amazon Shein or Shein curve Uh, TJ Maxx, Ross, thrift stores, not consignment stores, Goodwill, like th- like thrift stores, uh, you would be so surprised how many amazing things that you can find at these places. And uh, Nordstrom Rack, like I love a good deal, I love a discount, and I don't think you need to spend a million dollars to look like a million bucks, you don't. I think it's how you put it all together. I even have clothes from Walmart like Walmart if you're listening sponsor me because y'all have stepped up your game your fashion game is so good if you guys have not been to a Walmart lately and looked at their clothing options you will be shook like there are so many good options so I think again it just depends on how you put yourself together if your hair is done nicely your makeup's done you have like Decent accessories and you just look clean You're gonna look good in what you're wearing too, and I think it's also important to dress If you are balling on a budget dress more simple rather than over the top With those like basic pieces and you're gonna look very classy and very put together As for makeup and hair makeup is where I do Sometimes spend a little more money, so I buy my makeup at either sephora or at target i love at sephora i get like laura mercier powder my better than sex mascara uh anastasia brow wiz eyebrow pencil and then what's another one i get um oh the charlotte tilbury pillow talk lip liner chef's kiss so good love all those products alternatively at target Uh, Instead of the Anastasia Brow Wiz Eye Pencil, you can also get the E.L.F. Eyebrow Pencils, like the same exact thing. Like I recently just started switching to those instead. L'Oreal Lash Blast Paradise Mascara is so good. Uh, I love pretty much all the E.L.F. products and even like their brushes are pretty good. Like I'm no makeup expert. Obviously, I wear (laughs) pretty simple makeup for the most part, but I'm pretty impressed with the selection that I do find at Target when I go. And as for hair, hair products are where I recommend you always do spend money on. Like, I think hair is like a really good investment. Like, I don't know, I'm looking at myself. I have a monitor right here that I'm looking at myself on. I'm like, does my hair look good enough to talk about saying you need to spend money on your hair, maybe. I need to cut this, I think I might cut my hair a little bit. Um, But, (laughs) squirrel, like, so distracted. Hair products are definitely where you should be spending your money. I think uh, the cheap drugstore products, really, they can be good, to be honest. like If you do have the products you love, keep using those, don't listen to me. But if you are looking to switch it up and like step up your hair care game, you can start off with like I love Bumble and Bumble products. I use their conditioner. Their heat protectant is really good too. I use Phenol, the brand Fanola for their purple shampoo that helps take out like the orange tones out of your hair. And again, I'm looking at my monitor. I'm like, does my hair look orange right now? No, kinda. No, it looks good. Uh, hairsprays like I use Bumble Bumble hairspray as well. Bumble and Bumble. I am talking really fast. But those are my faves. Uh, let me know if you want me to make another blog post. I do have a section on my blog, www.kimberlycobb.co. I have a hair section and like beauty section on my website that has all my products listed, so definitely recommend those. I didn't write this down, but as for skincare, I use Cetaphil... No. CeraVe. I use CeraVe face wash for like normal to dry skin. And then my skincare products are all all for the most part Derma E. And that is bought at Whole Foods. So if you're going to spend your money, I would spend your money on skincare and hair care. Ball on a budget at Target for makeup and ball on a budget for your clothes because Fashion goes in and out so quickly, anyways. Like you might as well not spend a fortune unless you have the money and you have that luxury to do that. The next little bit I want to talk about in regards to clothing is something people ask me too. Is like not that they ask me, but they make comments that are that kind of say like, "Oh, you like look so good. I would never have the confidence to wear that with like." my body size or like you and I have similar body shapes but I could never wear that because of like my confidence or I I couldn't rock it and those kinds of things so first of all not that those comments hurt my feelings because they really don't like I love being a curvier woman I love my body I think it's great there are things I'm insecure about but when it comes to dressing like my biggest piece of advice for anybody who is struggling with Staying on trend if you have a different body shape or like feeling sexy and like not knowing what to wear. Wear what makes you feel comfortable and what makes you feel sexy. Like that at the end of the day, that's what matters the most. Uh, Skin tight dresses, okay? All the girls my age are wearing super skin tight dresses and heels and can I wear a skin tight dress and look good? Yes, and I have before. But what do I feel most comfortable in? I love flowier, like dresses that are tighter, like cinched at the waist, tight at the bust, flowy at the rest of the dress. And, or like wrap dresses, like they kind of have like, give me a little more like coverage on my tummy. As for heels, I (laughs) I hate high heels. Like I hate them so much, but I love how cute they are. So if I know I'm going to be wearing it for a short period of time, sure, I'll rock the heels. But if I'm going out for all night, uh you best know I'm gonna be wearing platform sandals or chunk really really chunky heels like that's what makes me feel sexy. If I'm uncomfortable physically, I don't feel sexy. so I think that's a good piece of advice too for you is like wear what makes you feel comfortable and with that you'll gain that confidence. so if you don't feel like you look good in something that's super trendy, you don't have to wear it. You can find something else that does look better on you that makes you actually feel good when you're wearing it does it make sense i hope that makes sense um and then also too like with like feeling sexy in the clothes you're wearing make sure you're always like something for me make sure you're always accentuating the body parts that you are most confident with for example i know i'm wearing a, a big sweatshirt but i have a great chest i do I love my chest, it's beautiful, and I think I have like a really nice like neck and collarbone. So when I am picking out clothing, I want to find clothes that accentuate my chest, kind of hide my arms, like I have really like pink <laughs> arms and I don't like showing those off too much. I love accentuating my small waist and kind of like covering up my booty a little bit more because it just is very large and in charge and I don't always want to show it off. So Finding those, like if you love your legs, find outfits that accentuate your legs. If you love your arms, you love your belly, like work around styles that look good on you just because it looks good on your friend or it looks good on the model online. It might not work for your body type. You know how many things I have returned? I return stuff all the time because I think like, oh, like that looks so good on her, it's gonna look good on me. And sometimes it just doesn't. And it's important to remember that if something isn't flattering on you it's not a you problem like clothes are meant to fit us we're not meant to fit into clothes does that make sense i hope so i don't know i'm like i'm all over the board today guys i really am Uh, the next little section for our girl talk today is dating versus being single oh we know how i feel about that uh I think there are just pros and cons to both. Like there, there truly are. Uh, with dating, man, it is so nice to have that person with you and like have somebody to experience life with and have somebody by your side to make memories and giggle and laugh and go on dates and do all these like fun things together. But at the same time, if this person is not somebody who is making you the best version of yourself, or this is somebody who's not, you know, adding quality to your life or making a positive impact on you, they're not worth dating. Like, it was so much better to be single. And speaking from experience, it's not worth wasting your time, no matter how old you are. Like, for me, like, in one of my past relationships, I felt like, oh my God, like, I'm already, like, old and I know I'm not that old but like I felt like well I'm already old like I don't have time to start over and start dating again or like all my friends are getting married or my friends are in other relationships or uh maybe maybe this is who I'm meant to be with and I'm just being picky like no that's not it like I am so happy that I you know took a chance on myself and have started dating and I've given myself the opportunity to explore what else is out there rather than settling for somebody who wasn't adding value to my life. So that brings me into like being single, like being single. Oh my God, it can be so lonely at times. It can be. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like sometimes I cry and I'm like alone and I'm like, fuck, this sucks. I wish I had a boyfriend or I wish I had somebody to cuddle with or stay in with thank the lord i have louis my pomeranian he adds so much happiness to my life but being single it can be challenging at times on the other hand like being single has given me again the time to explore myself and grow and explore new relationships and meet people figure out what i like and what i don't like and I think that's like a really big pro you know you're figuring out who you want to spend the rest of your life with and I don't know just giving yourself that time to live your life and be independent without having to take somebody else's feelings into consideration. That's my thoughts on being single versus dating. Moral of the story if you find somebody who improves your life lock that boy down lock that girl down. like. That is amazing. But if they're not adding anything to you or making you a better person or if they're making you a worse person, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And that's my, that's my little Ted talk about that. Uh, the next section, girl talk, periods, dealing with periods. Uh, I made a TikTok last week, I think, where I'm sitting on my couch I have my heat pad, I'm like sitting there with my heat pad on my stomach and I'm talking about like, it's a really cute heat pad, it's in the shape of a seal, a sea lion and you put it in the microwave and you put it on and it's like perfect and I can just sit there with my cramps, watch my movie and relax. Well I made a TikTok about this and showed my, showed the little seal in the video and was talking about my cramps and everything. And somebody commented today on it and they were like, tmi like that's gross or made some comment like shaming me talking about being on my period as if it's the 1950s and we can't talk about our bodies uh it was just like something that was so bizarre to me because i honestly didn't even think twice about posting a video talking about my period because it's such a normal thing to have a period and if, it's some, if periods are something that are uncomfortable for you to talk about, like, I get that. Like, some people truly are uncomfortable talking about it, but they are normal. It's a part of being a woman. They suck. I hate periods. I I don't know if anybody else is like this. I get a migraine seven days before every period. On the dot, literally on the dot, migraine. And now I'm like, am I doing this to myself? Like, is it like my mind's like, oh, seven days, time to have your migraine. But I always get migraines, they're the worst. I got horrible period cramps. Uh, I was working out last week when I was on my period and I had to stop my workout three times because my cramps were so bad. I had to literally, luckily the gym was empty, I literally had to sit down on the bench and just sit there like hunched over, waiting for the pain to pass. Like it's so real, uh, having your period sucks, but it's a part of life. Uh, biggest recommendations: always have, you know, your aspirin, Tylenol, whatever you might all, whatever you prefer for pain reliever. Invest in a heat pad, the microwave ones. One are adorable. My little sea lion. I should I should post it again, but it's so cute. And it helps so much, and you just put that on your cramps, and it feels so good, and trying to exercise like it can be painful but i definitely notice like with me exercising more my period pains have occurred less so recommend those oldest wrecks in the book i'm not coming up with anything crazy but that's just what what helps me also i'm a bitch during my period like i try like either i'm like really like I'm a bitch or I'm just hypersensitive and like so emotional, uh, even more so than I normally am. So God, just, just pray for me whenever I'm on my period. You'll know, you'll know. Uh, next part of gal talk is drama. I feel like, and not to stereotype as women, we have drama. We have it and you know why I think we have drama. I think like part of it is because a lot of us are so all women. We're just smart. Like we we can read into things. We have good intuition. So like with that it's like a blessing and a curse. Like we know when things are rubbing us the wrong way. Like maybe men have less drama than us because they don't know what's going on half the time. Uh, But we have drama and I think I've been a part of like a fair share of drama the past couple months with some personal stuff going on. And my biggest piece of advice when it comes to drama, if you literally cannot avoid it, my biggest piece of advice is to end it as soon as possible. Like, otherwise, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. But what I mean by that is like, let's say you're fighting with a friend or there's a he said, she said, whatever kind of thing going on. Just be honest and upfront with what your feelings are, what you've heard, and clear the air as soon as possible. Like, the sooner, the better, because otherwise it's just gonna get worse. Like, you guys watch reality TV, you see the drama, it just builds and builds and builds, and there's lies and things, and it just gets so out of of hand. Another thing I would say, and something that I... Whole, like live very true to only give again this is just me if you feel otherwise that's totally fine this is what's worked for me up until now uh with friendships I will not say I have applied this to relationships because I have taken men back over and over and over again and I'm not doing that anymore but I did in the past but when it comes to relationships friendships try your best to only give one second chance, one second chance. Like if somebody does you wrong, you tell them, Hey, that was messed up. Here's how I feel. This can't happen again. If it happens again, they're cut off. Like they're not worth your time. Clearly they don't care about your feelings and aren't listening to what you want and expect from the friendship or relationship. So it's better just to cut it off sooner rather than later again because it's just going to end up happening over and over and over again with that goes hand in hand is something that I do and I need to get a little less strict on this but keeping your circle small quality over quantity when it comes to friendships especially girlfriends like It is hard to find people that you can truly trust and count on. And when you find those people, it's so much worth more your time to invest in those friendships and help those friendships grow rather than spreading yourself thin throughout like 20 girlfriends and not really getting to know all of them and what's going on in their lives and knowing that you can count on them as much as they can count on you. Like it's just so much better to have like one two five like a smaller group of girls that are like your go-to diehards so of course like have as many friends as you want but just make sure that you are really nourishing why did i say it like that nourishing (laughs) nourishing nourishing the friendships that really actually mean something my last section of gal talk today kind of talked about it earlier and it is body image and comparison i think we as women compare ourselves a lot to other people right like i know i do like i'll speak for myself i compare myself i open up my instagram i'm like oh my god (laughs) jesus how are these how do these people look like this how do they have six packs and hot boyfriends and perfect jobs and perfect lives and and Perky boobs and like a, like it's just like, oh my God, how do they have that? and I catch myself and I stop and I'm like, no, like first of all, it's social media you cannot like if there's one thing you take away from this podcast episode, do not compare yourself to other women on the internet, speaking from personal experience, like when I take my content not for TikTok TikTok I'm pretty casual about but when I take my Instagram content I will probably take at least 20 pictures at least maybe 50 maybe 100 of the same outfit different poses like doing these different things trying to get the most perfect shot because I know how judgmental and intense the social media worlds can be like you have to put your best self-forward and myself just like many others like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get those perfect pictures because we see other people out there who look incredible and have these perfect lives and bodies and I think it's important to check yourself when you find yourself doing those things and remember everything is so curated it's not real life there is Photoshop and lighting and you know apps that get rid of pimples and tuck in your body parts and all these things and Whereas that's a culture that I'm not a part of anymore. I've talked about this on one of my very early podcast episodes, but I used to Photoshop the crap out of my pictures. Like they're all gone. I took them off my Instagram feed, but like I was so bad at it too. And that's kind of what's funny is like I would make myself really skinny and then the the door behind me would be super warped. So embarrassing. And now I don't do that because I think it just gives my followers and not even like just anybody who comes upon my account like it gives them a false sense of who i am and i don't want to make others feel like they're comparing themselves even to me like don't even please like if you're listening now like i really hope that you are not ever comparing yourself to me or or anybody because you are like so beautiful and unique in your own way and I know that's extremely cheesy beating a dead horse everybody you know says that and preaches it but it's so true like it's so true even when it comes to dating like now that I am like back in the dating field I'll go out and my girlfriends and I like we all like have different body shapes or hair color or like skin color and like We're all so beautiful and unique in our own way and so, for example, I thought this one guy, we went out, I was like, oh my god, he's so beautiful, I love him, well, he wasn't interested in me, he was interested in my friend and my initial reaction was like, oh, that's so annoying, like, why doesn't he like me and then, like, when I reflect on it more, let's say, okay, I am not attracted to red, like, redhead guys with red hair. Though I will say, I'm watching Outlander, and the guy, the main guy, is a Scottish guy with red hair, and now I'm questioning that. But just like, (laughs) because he's, chef's kiss again, so hot. Uh, But let's just say I'm not attracted to guys with red hair. And a guy with red hair comes up to me and tries hitting on me. I'm not interested. But my friend loves guys with red hair, and she's interested in him. Okay? And then they start vibing. The reason I like I'm giving this example is like not everybody is going to be your type and you're not going to be everybody's type, but you will find your match out there. Like don't like judge. Well, if that guy didn't think I was cute, then I that means I'm not cute or I'm not attractive. Like, no, he probably does think you're like a beautiful person, but he's just not physically like attracted to you. For example, like the redhead guy I saw, good looking guy, great teeth, athletic, tall, beautiful, whatever but I'm just not physically attracted to him. So I think that's like something, I don't know if that's like completely relevant to this episode, but when it comes to like body image and what you think about yourself, if you are valuing what you look like based off of how other people interact with you or feel about you, like just don't, (laughs) don't do it because it's like everybody has their own tastes and just because somebody isn't attracted to you physically doesn't mean that they don't think you're beautiful again I hope that makes sense I've been using that phrase a lot on this episode but that's my thought process there it's just it's true and I'll end it on this uh I already said this but everybody is beautiful like every person is beautiful in their own way and you just truly like don't compare yourself to your friends don't compare yourself to people on the internet to me And don't compare yourself even to yourself. Ten years ago, three years ago, our bodies continue to change. Our faces change. Our hair changes. Like, our life, the world around us changes. Things are stressful. They change. And you have to continue to have grace with yourself and really love yourself for who you are because you are so, so special. And I just don't want you to forget it. So on that cheesy note, uh, that wraps up this episode of my lips aren't sealed i hope i recorded this okay right i keep looking at my screen My like, god do i look okay <laughs> comparison uh i hope you enjoyed listening and if you're watching on youtube i hope you enjoyed watching i love making this podcast for you guys if there's ever anything that you want me to talk about let me know dm me on instagram or join my facebook group my lips aren't sealed podcast uh my group's been a little quiet, so I would love to have some friendly new faces in there. Feel free to post. If you're in the group, I want to be very clear. like You are more than welcome, more than welcome, to like create your own post in the group, start a conversation. I'd love to chat more. Again, if you could, please rate me five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you're watching on YouTube, give me a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button. Thanks again so much for listening to this week's episode. I love you guys, and we will chat more next week.